Welcome back to this week's episode of Stimulating ASES. Uh, this is Rachel Hoffman in the Middle School STEM Zone. And Patty Mabry with the Center for Innovation in the Upper School. Missing today is Cindy Colwell because yes. she is helping out with the car line. Yes, well, I think uh, we have a, a few people out right now, and so she's got to help out where she's got to help out. It's 2022. <laughs> no, I hate that. That, I feel like it's bad juju. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> hey, Hey, Nathan, who are you? <laughs> I, I am I'm Nathan, and I oversee um, the VR lab. I'm the facilitator. He also crops out stuff that we shouldn't say or accidentally say because yes. he's awesome. He's awesome. Oh, he's if awesome. we're going over my full title, yeah, it's oh, absolutely. Ridiculous. It's, uh, it's we'll protect Patty and Rachel. <laughs> we'll be here for a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, I I protect Brian and Miranda as well. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) I love it. So we talked about last week, um, our first D. This month we are tackling our design process as a school. Correct. Um, And we talked about how every school has something different or everybody has. It's just a little bit different vernacular. So we're just going to go over ours. Correct. In depth. Yes. So last week we tackled our first one, which was Discover. Right. Um, and this week we're going to talk about our second D, which is design. That's my favorite D. I was going to say it is it. I mean, I really enjoy the hands on of the third one, but really this one is the one where it's the part that the kids tend tend to skip. They keep they, they, they skip the discoverish. I mean, they'll they'll know they'll figure out enough to be able to do the project, yeah. but getting into design where they plan it out and you know yes. it's it's like let's just throw out a bunch of toys and just play with them and Legos or whatever and just make something happen as opposed to having a purpose in mind and, and being able to get to right. that purpose. Um, and then actually knowing what you're going to do before you waste materials. I mean, seriously. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I, we have, um, I've added something to our design process, not for all projects, just for, for the bigger ones. Okay. And we only do like one, two bigger ones, but I've decided to add prototyping to design. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's Which, a, that's that's in a lot of the engineering processes. It is. It has that you know, constructing a prototype, going back and saying, does this actually work? Mm-hmm. Will it work? Mm-hmm. So I think it's, I think that should be part of design. I think yeah. that's 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 normal. I mean, usually for middle school, um, and I know lower school does a design portion as well, where they um, early learning doesn't really, but um, lower school they they draw it out. She has them draw it out. That's, that's awesome. Um, but for middle school, it's been, you have to have three things in your journal for design. You have to have a drawing of what it's going to look like and you have to have the dimensions of how big everything's going to be. Right. And then you have to have your supply list. Right. So that's what it's been. But I, f- I found for the smaller projects, that's fine. That's all you really need because right. prototype's not super necessary when I'm just working with cardboard. Right. But technically is the prototype. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, um, but now that I'm wanting them to have, like, we're doing a final project, which is their final grade. My seventh and eighth graders, their final grade will be a project. I felt the need for them to have that prototype and to put their hands on how am I going to build it? What's it going to look like? And now just let's scale that up. Right. To the actual thing. And when you have them scale, do you have them scale on all three dimensions or and do so you actually de- do the scaling math? It issues? depends on the it depends on the project. Okay. So like um I have um awesome Owen Ancock, who I might have come on in here at one point. I mean you yeah. have his brother who's fantastic too, oh his older goodness. brother. Yeah. Um but 
he it has prototyped a trebuchet. So um, okay. the trebuchet base is, I want to say, two feet by one foot, uh-huh, the uh-huh. base part for his prototype. And uh, his, and he's getting the weight correct. He's going to get a rock and he's going to weigh the rock and he's going to weigh his weight for the, for the counterweight. And he's going to weigh everything and then he's going to scale appropriately. Okay. So he will be scaling on all his every, I mean, cause he has to with the trebuchet, the weight, right. especially, um, he has to have that balance correct or it won't work. So okay. he's my biggest one. That's going to be using the scale scale. And when you have him do his, do the weight and you're, so you're looking at force, are you all talking force? He's actually learning that in eighth grade. He should be in uh, eighth grade science. Um, I don't think they've hit it yet. They he's, haven't. Yeah. He's doing this on, he's on like, I want to make a trebuchet. Okay. And I was like, oh, cool. That's awesome. I don't okay. care. Cool, cool, cool. Like I have one that wanted to make, I'm probably going to get in trouble there. Uh, one that wanted to make a, um, a gun, but it was like a, a shooter, old, a shooter. Uh-huh. It's a shooter. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like a, um electrical something or other i can't remember the name of it. a plasma shooter it was a plasma shooter that he wanted to make now if you stand right right in front of it it'll hurt you if you're like three feet back it's not gonna hurt you and it's fine and he wanted to do that and i was like okay cool <laughs> <laughs> like i know i'm gonna get in trouble one of these days but i mean the science that he has to learn to build up to that right. the amount of learning that goes into that i was like okay right. cool sure uh-huh. He's not doing it. He's doing something different, but just the idea was there. I had some, I had someone that wanted to 3D print like a Nerf shooter. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, I said, well, I, I, you know, I had a Nerf shooting camp. Like we, we built targets and we Mm -hmm. we did that and Mm -hmm. we had little Nerf battles and yes, I was climbing under tables and all that. Um, but the kid, you know, it's a tough world right now. It is really a tough world. It is tough, tough for the kids. I have a hard time saying no. Yeah. Well, I mean, everything you could, you could make anything and and hurt somebody with it. Oh yeah. So it's all about are you safely using this? Yeah, it's tough. It's or tough. don't use it at all. Make it to where it works. Don't use it in my classroom. Take it home. Right. Cool. And whatever you do with it at home is on is between you and your parents. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a tough one. Yeah. I have to think about that. Think about that. Anyway, so let's get to design. Yeah, uh, which we are. We're talking about that, but uh, you know, we digress. We and, did a little bit. <laughs> but um, for for designing in in the upper school, you know, the 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 perfect scenario would be them actually designing using um, dimensions, but actually making dimension lines mm-hmm. and, and and actually drawing it out mm-hmm. as they should um, with top with different view. You know, it could be top view, side view, mm-hmm. uh, front view, rear view, mirror. I just wanted to say that. But anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> but having these different views and so they can look at different perspectives on how that should, should look, uh, orthographic versus perspective, um, making sure that, that someone you're designing for actually can tell what that looks like and, um, and what that object looks like and, and taking that step forward. But I, I don't have kids that are, um, are that detailed yet. And I would love to see the students that are coming up now as they get, go through you and get to mm-hmm. me where I can start adding that technical sketching into it. Uh, but yeah. they, they should be getting that in an engineering class. I mean, my class is more fabrication, throwing stuff together and coming up with a plan and figuring out what the materials and what's the cost going to be. But I do have some students that are capable of it that just do it yeah. naturally. Um, 
Well, I feel like it's Huffman brothers does. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a practice self-discipline. So not only is it it like a self like driven thing that you've got to do, but it's a practiced thing. So the ones that just join and haven't had anything before. Right. Your class. And have a lot of those. They they didn't get any practice. They don't have any of that, you know? Right. Right. And so, yeah, I still have tons. So, um, I'd love to see So engineering is actually coming in now one day a week and they are doing a technology day. And so those, those kiddos are, they're teenagers. They're not kiddos. Those teens are coming (laughs) over and students are coming over and uh, learning how to, and they're badging out. So the ones that haven't taken my class are badging out. Uh, which is awesome because I really would love to get to the point where I don't have fabrication classes. Right. They just are badged out. And then I'm just there supporting, you know, whatever their projects are as opposed to us trying to come up with projects. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what the engineering class is for and that's what physics is for. And I mean, heck, we have projects that are for, that that our English teacher, uh, Mr. Giordano is going to do. Super excited about that, yeah. And so, um, you know, I want to make sure that we're, we're, we're utilizing the lab in that way. But, um, but yeah, the design piece of them drawing it out, sketching it out, telling me what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. They report that to me on Fridays. And so when they use that scrum board that you all were mm-hmm. describing last week that I have on a wall, but not every student does that. Some of them have a virtual type notebook, like what you, what you do in the lower school, mm-hmm. I mean, middle school, sorry. And then before, when I was in middle school, I had them doing an, an actual mm-hmm. notebook, uh, using like a math journal, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and drawing it because I taught technical sketching. And so that was just something that was part of what, what mm-hmm. I did. And then I've had to kind of, you know, tweak that a little Reverse bit to make it work. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. not all of them want to be engineers and that want to get that far into technical sketching and dimensioning correctly and, and whatnot. So, um, so yeah, I have them, they have to submit in some way of what they're doing and how they're scrumming it out, how they're, what's in their backlog, what's in their plan that helps keep them on, on like more uh, aligned with the time mm-hmm, and a sense mm-hmm. of purpose. So when we get to that, that fourth D our deliverable, mm-hmm. like how do we get there? Um, but their design, like what are they designing and what, what's the plan? What, what are they going to do? What's it going to look like? And what's it going to cost? You know, what's the budget? What's, mm-hmm. um, what materials are you going to need? And, um, uh, you know, and, and looking into that, uh, going possibly going back into that discover phase and then back. You right. Know, they may have to go back 100%. and forth right. between the two because they realize, that, oh, I didn't really think that through. And, mm-hmm. and they have to go back to research a little bit about the type of materials they want to work with. Yeah. So for our parents that might be listening, these first two Ds are just planning. Is just what it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. There is a doing. distinct, there's, there is a distinction between the two, but they're not doing anything yet. They're just planning. Right. Which I feel like, you know, we're in enrichment or whatever, but it, it weaves into all their other classes. Well, yeah, the scientific process. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I'm curious. Right. I'm observing something in nature that I want mm-hmm. to I want to consider. And then you have to keep going through those steps. And sometimes you don't follow it in perfect order. You have to go back and start over again. But and then you finally getting to that end mm-hmm. end point. So I think our design process fits both in science classroom, math classroom, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's why we did it because it, it's kind of more not that it's generic, but, but it, it's it covers easy, yeah. all of those. It things. It easily can, weaves into yeah, yeah. other things. Like I was helping um, science come up with a new unit that we're doing, and and um, it's going to be loads of fun. But as we were going through the process of what the students were going to do and different. I said, okay, this, so you're aware, and I was telling you teachers, because we don't use 
the lingo as much as we could because it right. does it does weave so well that we could i said guys this is the discover part where they're doing and said this is design i said if you use those words with the kids uh, in sixth grade i have all of them except for 10 i think right <laughs> so these kids are going to understand what you say when you use these words right and so but but it easily tracked into science it easily tracks into math Absolutely. my history teacher uses it yeah yeah so anyway ramirez able we're all mm-hmm. rock on, rock mm-hmm. on. That's our fifth able. grader. So um, I, I was going to add something. I just lost it. It's gone. Well, Mr. It's Hoffman, fine. what what, do you, what does design look like when it's coming to a virtual reality space? Is there a lot of design? Yeah, there's there's a, there's a little bit. It's more like blueprinting and things like that because you're designing uh, an actual space instead of a... Um, sorry, let me fix something real quick. Yikes. Okay. Uh, so you're designing a space instead of a an object or, or something to be used. Um, so it's not really mechanical until you get into sort of like animation and coding and things like that. But right. for instance, we um, are in the process of modeling Rogers Hall. So like just, just recreating Rogers Hall in VR. And... Um, can they make my classroom really clean? That'd be great. <laughs> Thank you. And big. And big. Yeah, okay. and big. I had some of the guys, uh, they went outside and took pictures of um, the outside walls, you know, just, just to get an idea of, of what everything looked like to get references. And then a few others went around the building and actually, like, drew out uh, a floor plan, basically, so that we have this on the board and they can, you know, peek out of the headset, look at the board, and then make sure that their space in VR is good. Um, and that's that was our that was our design process because I mean everything that was already designed is just recreating it. That makes sense. I've got um, I thought of it. I've got a student, um, Peyton Hernandez, the one that made the mm, yeah yes for the, the sign turtle. for the turtle. He is. I'm really impressed uh, with with his work. He's really getting into this design piece of it. But so I send a couple students out some baseball. It's because a baseball project, and it's some base. So I'm using all the baseball players to do this. Um, they went out to try to get an orthographic view of a uh, straight on view of the back of the dugout, um, the visitor's dugout, mm-hmm. because that wall is every, like when you're pulling in, everybody drives by yeah. that dugout and it, and it gives you yeah. this, this space. And so uh, Coach Burroughs, love him. He is, uh, he's got big plans and ways to help, you know, uh, grow that program and show how fantastic that program is, um, but also utilizing the space instead mm-hmm. of just hanging stuff on the fence. He wants something to show like, yeah, our athletes actually, um, get to play in college and they, this is, they, they actually make stuff and they, mm-hmm. they're part of this program. They're uh, not just through playing baseball, but through designing and fabrication, they're still a part. They're also part of the program that mm-hmm. way too. So, uh, but Peyton Hernandez is using Google drawings okay. and, and he's imported that picture of the back and, you know, and we edited the picture to make it more straight on view, right. you know, um, you know how you think that you take a picture that's straight on and it's not always, mm-hmm. luckily Apple has some cool editing features, but anyway, so he's got that as the backdrop, but then he's working on just adding things in and, and coming up with some different design opportunities for, uh, coach Burroughs. Cause he just kind of gave this big vision. And so now he's coming up with different design options on what that might look like and sizes and things like that. So then coach Burroughs can say, yeah, that looks like my vision mm-hmm. or no, um, and then from there, they can kind of, uh, you know, uh, create something pretty cool. But I'm excited, like, to really see him, 
him blossoming and using um, the technical side of, of, of design as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just different. He's mm-hmm. not used Google Drawing before, so it's neat to watch him use that. Yeah. Um, Nathan, I want to pop back over to the virtual space. Virtual. Um, he, Are he you literally asking him? He No, he okay. introduced my... <laughs> boys um to not really him he threw me um uh introduced the boys to white white rooming um because i have some boys who they're white White boxing boxing. sure 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 so um what is that term right so i have some boys who are wanting to create a video game as their personal um Mm -hmm. passion project the end of the year their final is supposed to be a video game through unity i said okay because we're we're doing our prototypes and they're like okay well how do i do a prototype in that and i was like well wouldn't it be like a simple just like stick figures and you're just throwing them in they don't even do anything it's just like kind of like stick figures thrown into a thing and that's what it is nathan said that that's 100 percent what video game designers do they also have a design um process in in their design quote unquote when they're planning it's called a white box and it's a room where there's no textures, there's no real de- like design behind it, no real art behind it. It's just there's going to be a tree here, and so they place like a janky tree. Here. Right. So so let's let's back up a bit. It is design. It's level design. Right. But without the artwork. That's what I mean by design. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. what I meant by design is artwork. So it's right. it's it's a trashy level. Like it's it's got all the. <laughs> She called it trashy. It's it not is, trashy. Though. So some of the, some of the, some of the <laughs> best games are just low poly, just simplistic, or simplistic, super hot games. Super right? Hot. Yeah, super hot. It's an amazing game, and you just have white walls, and nothing is textured, nothing has color except the enemies are red, and they're low poly enemies. And I feel so like, like that's how some of the low polys happened before. Yeah. Time crunches, and they had they hand the white box. Well, time crunches or or small studios. Okay. Which are also time crunches. They just don't have the manpower and the <laughs> right. time to produce it. Right. Um, but anyway, so they, they f- for their design, have white boxed their levels for their, one's doing one level, one's doing another level, and, it, and it's together. That's or whatever. cool. But anyway, I mean, that was like um Yeah, so like instead of having a full-on like textured and detailed ramp to run off of, you just put a triangle up. Okay. It's just, it's just a box. And okay. they, just, they can ramp off of that. That's awesome. That's that's what the, that's where it comes from. It's like sketching. Yeah. But just now in they a three D space. Turn this into a like a YouTube video that we can all watch. Well, right. I think it's the a process. game that they wanna. Well, I mean, if I want to watch them play it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that, you can just post. That's for what sure. I'm saying. Like if you could yeah. record that, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. That'd be neat for someone that wants to be like I don't. Uh, there's there's an eighth grader that really is into. Uh, they might all be watching. People play games. What is oh, that? yeah, they are all into that. Yeah, like yeah. Stone. And, and mm-hmm. I don't know if he's taking your class or not. But No. But uh, it's been neat to have someone recording themselves playing it, mm-hmm. you know, like that. Yeah. I think that'd be fun for a deliverable. Yeah. Of having other students play and getting their commentary and, mm-hmm. and what, what they like. They're writing the game. We will, we will see um, what the project ends up being because they want to use unity which god bless them like it sounds fantastic but i don't know that they know the time um a lot required to put in there yeah that's a big thing with middle school they have these huge ideas and as a teacher i want to let them try as a teacher i also know they're they're going to fail quote unquote because i know that they're not gonna 
They're not going to finish it. Yeah. Yeah, I had that. Well, they could, that I mean, if they really dig their heels in. If they get, yes. They could get a full area done. Maybe, and, not, maybe not a full level, mm-hmm. like, like multiple level game. Right. 100%. They could get an area done. Yeah. They could if they really dug their heels in. The and problem then they could with, just keep working with it each yes. year. Right. The problem with middle school, I found, is oh, apathy. Yeah. Not that they don't care and not that they're not passionate because they are. But it, it as a middle school as a whole, like just all like middle school age children, they hit that apathy and they're like, eh. It's, they just, they're lacking endurance. Yes. And, that's, and focus. Yes. They're lacking yes. that. And that's know, not, I commit right. to something right. and continue it? Just like when, you know, if you join a team and you're like, I'm all gung-ho, right. this is great. Oh, I didn't play as much as I thought I was going to. Right. I don't like it anymore. I'm done. 100%. Yeah. Right. So I'm not mad at them, right? Like I'm not right. upset and it's not really, they're not going to fail my class. But at the same time, I've got to let them go out there and try and right. see what it is. It, it, if I tell you you're not going to get that done as a student, number one, you're going to be super oh, so defeated. defeated. Yeah. Super defeated. Yeah. That's a tough thing for teachers. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we face that still in upper school. Not as much. Yeah. But I just, I'm going to let you do it and I'm going to let you try. And I'm going to be here to support you. If you have questions, concerns, whatever, I'm here to support you. If it doesn't work out, that's okay too. We always have plan B's. I'm just imagining us as one of those trampoline things that they have at the when people fall out of. Oh yes, like the, the firefighters me. with the trampoline. Yeah, that's me. That's me. <laughs> yes. All right, I've got to bounce. I have a meeting to go to. Okay, oh I yeah, we I have totally to be done do. now. Yep. Okay. Thanks for listening. Oh. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye.